I'm Justin Hancock. And I'm Meg John Barker. And we are the Meg John and Justin podcast. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, hello, patrons. Uh, welcome. Uh, we are about to press play on Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah. Um, the lion is roaring. Actually, my on Netflix it's saying seven seconds on mine. So uh, I'm going to press play. Yeah, we're at seven seconds now. So you might need to like. It says polygram. Polygram. That's just come up. Filmed, yeah. And here we go. Polygram, filmed entertainment, and Channel 4 Films invite you to. So that's the bit they, that you need to be at. You don't have to be exactly <laughs> yeah. on, but we're watching it with subtitles. Remember, you might want to watch this with subtitles too. Uh, otherwise, you'll hear everyone. But yeah. you can hear if you want to hear lots of different voices, including us doing our own version of a DVD commentary. Yeah. Oh, there's there's flowers. Oh, this is the it's the wedding invitation for weddings. My God, it's so long since I saw this, but I've seen it like a gazillion times. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, um, true fact, uh, everyone used to say that I looked like Hugh Grant when this film came out. I remember you said. I'll post a picture so everyone can see. There's a picture of me looking very Hugh Granty. It was a complete coincidence. I did not model my 18 year old self. On Hugh Grant. Do you know, um, a client once said that I look like a young Hugh Grant. This was many years ago. So we have both been You're compared. Hugh Granty. We've both been compared to Hugh Grant. But look how wee he looks now in, yeah. that, in that scene. He just looked really small. So these yeah. are some of the wealthiest people in the world at this time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. now they're just, compared to now, they're just, you know, they're, they're positively lower middle class, aren't they? <laughs> now, compared to the awful wealth that we have now oh that looks look like at a that breakfast. that's a really good breakfast right there yeah yeah oh my god it's just so lovely these two oh and this was such a this was such a big deal at the time this yeah. gay representation in this movie yeah um, which i couldn't i thought that it was a sort of reveal but of course we see it right from the start I yeah i remembered that yeah yeah, um, and I like that it's just there, isn't it? That that's it. They did a really good job with that. And I think that was a... a um, oh, what's he called? He makes these films. Richard Curtis. Which, you know, that's kind of his thing, is to try yeah. and put, like, disability in and diversity in various yeah. ways in a kind of not-commented-on kind of way, which I think, you know, he, he does and doesn't do... You know, it's um, it's not you know, it's not very diverse in many ways, and the disability representations aren't always brilliant. But there is that attempt to do it that way, which is better than kind of making this big thing of it. I guess yeah. the thing that I like about it is that, mm. um, I mean, again, we'll talk about whiteness. <laughs> <Yeah. expecting>. Oh, London. Mm. Um, the um, but I guess what he does is that he he doesn't shy away from the oppressions that the oppressed characters go through. Yeah. So it's not just presenting this gay couple as uh, um, in this film. I, I will remember their names. I'm going to get this up on my phone. Like um, as being names. free yeah. from the oppressions yeah. of homophobia because they can't marry and their relationship is not seen as legitimate. Absolutely. And that's yeah. one of the issues that comes up. Sorry, spoiler, if you've never seen this film before. Mm-hmm. Hugh's just woken up. Imagine you're watching it for the first time. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Here we go. So Hugh Grant is called Charles. 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 Fuck. Oh, fuck, fuck. fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> the fuckity fuck yeah. moment. 
Scarlet. Oh my god, Scarlet is amazing. Sadly, this actor is no longer with us. I know, it's really sad. Yeah. Um, she was in an excellent version of uh, Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit. She was, and I think TV. she was Marmalade and Educated Marmalade when I was a kid. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to try and remember if that's true. I may have just said something completely wrong. Uh, in the script, I think it says uh, Minnie going clearly more than 40 miles an hour. Yeah. Yes. Somebody bought me the script when I was. Oh, really? Yeah, because I looked so much like Hugh Grant. Yep, yeah, she was Marmalade Atkins, then she was in Orange is Not the Only Fruit, which is an amazing Jeanette Winterson Charlotte TV show. Coleman. And yeah, yeah, then she was also in Four Weddings. Uh, for any any non drivers watching, I think mm. that you're really not allowed to do this. No, and that you're was really me. not allowed. Oh my God. That was me on my driving test. I nearly made a. Did you do lo- that? A lorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jackknife. For me, like he got me to pull over, and there was this dead cat in front of the car, and it wigged me out so much that then when I did the emergency stop, I put my foot on the accelerator, the brake, and the clutch all at the same time. Oh, fuck. So it stopped, but made a really big revving noise. But he let me off because of the dead cat, and I got passed. Oh, well done! Yeah, yeah. I've never passed my driving test. Right. Oh, have you not? No. Oh, yeah. My driving instructor, um, his advice was basically, if it feels good, do it. Which, in a lot of areas of life, including uh, sex and relationships, mm. is good. But when you learn to drive, that is not That's good advice. That's terrible advice for driving. <laughs> anyway, here we have... Oh, my oh. goodness. Oh, do you remember... Do we still have wedding dresses like this? Oh, yeah. People yeah. do this stuff. I don't, I don't go to them. <laughs> but it still no. happens. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah, this whole ceremony. No. And they're all pretty standard posh weddings, aren't they, that they have. Um, they don't really have an alternative wedding no. at all. Or, you know, other ways of com- com- um, committing to each other. There's a sort of greatness to your lateness. Oh That's one God. of my favourite She lines. is, like, the best. Awesome. She is... Who is she playing? She's called Fiona. Kristen yeah. Scott Thomas, isn't and it? And Kristen Scott Thomas She is, is like an amazing French awesome. film. Uh, she is bilingual. Mm. And uh, she's in a really great French film. I can't remember it. Mm. Yeah, it is a bad haircut. Um, <laughs> I mean, one of us has been married. Mm. So I've often? been, I've yeah, been Charles. Yeah. I've uh, no, I've not been Charles. I've been this guy, this oh, yeah. one wonder here. <laughs> What's he called? I don't know. <laughs> Just random, random marrying <laughs> person number one. Anyway, Andy McDowell's yeah. in with a hat. I can't remember her name. Oh, Andy McDowell's called Carrie. And <laughs> this Carrie. Yeah, but right, like yeah. Sex and the City, Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. I like the film. Not like the film Carrie in any way. <laughs> that we could do that next. Uh, I can't. I still I can't, can't do scary films. I can't get past the first scene of that because it's right. bullying in school. So like, no, that's not happening. I think so, we yeah. should do something which is. Uh, We'll have to do something not canon and do something which is uh, a bit cooler, a bit queerer, a bit less white, I suppose. I would like to do, um, there's a really good Aussie one called Love and Other Catastrophes, one mm. of my favourite rom-coms ever. And okay. it's kind of queer and really gentle and fun and sweet, so maybe we do that sometime. Okay. Mm. So that was the, that's Charles's brother, isn't it? The, um, the deaf character who becomes... Yeah. There's quite an important plot point... Yes. Is he called David? He looks so much older. I'm looking at the all the characters, all the actors. Yeah, I'm looking at all the actors on um, Google. And, um, yeah. Actually, some... Yeah, but she looks exactly the same age. Maybe it's just because she's not been anything else. She, <laughs> she's the bride here called Laura. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but her picture in, in Google is exactly the same. So either she's had a lot of plastic surgery or she just hasn't been in much. So the picture is one from this movie. <laughs> So, mm. doesn't have the ring. Oh, Charles doesn't have the ring. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So this yeah. is the this is the scene where they have to find some rings. Yeah. 
So he's a bit useless. This is what we're being told in this scene, right? Yeah. He yeah. woke up late. He's meant to be the best man, but best here should be in inverted commas. Yes. Because all you have to do is to show up. Um, basically, all you have to do as a best man is remember the ring, yeah. remember to bring a hip flask, which I'm sure that he hasn't brought and doesn't feature in the film, but where's the hip flask? Are you supposed uh, to have a hip flask? Well, if you're, if the groom, if the person getting married, like me, yeah. needs something to okay. dial the nerves down a little bit, then yes, I need someone. Yeah. I like that look from oh, John Hannah. So yeah, John Hannah is such funny. a good actor, though. Like That was so perfect, just all done visually. And I love Simon Callow. Mm. Charles has forgotten the ring. In fact, this is why you know... did she do? Why did Fiona do that? She, like she hid her ring. Oh, did she? She was wearing a ring on her wedding finger. That I've not noticed that before, mm. and she took it off. Well, she's As... not taking. She's not giving. She's not giving the ring. No, like Fiona had a ring that she could have given. Oh, I thought she, she does hid. give. I thought she gives the scary ring. No, I think that's that's Scarlet. I thought Scarlet gave the chunky ring. ring. Oh. I think they're both oh. giving. Oh, I really? think there's a, I think there's a scary one and a chunky one, and one of them comes from Scarlet, and one of them comes from Fiona. Yeah, yeah. Some nice ties on show here. Though. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, we sound like we were commenting on the sporting event. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like when they do the cricket, isn't it? They, they randomly go all over the place with the cricket because it's such a slow game, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. a wonderful game. Uh, <laughs> but but four it, weddings is not that, that slow. So no. maybe we should... Uh... Oh, well, we could talk about commitments. Like, here we go till death do us part. Uh, well, we could talk about that a lot throughout this film. <laughs> yeah. <it's> all... <laughs> I pledge to thee my troth. What is, what is a troth? Troth. I don't know. Mm. But I like how they say it. Yeah. Troth. I pledge to thee my troth. I'm going to look up Troth. I like this reveal of the rings. It's very clever. Yeah, it's really good. And it's so cool how this scene is done silently. And I love the opening scene where it's just fuck is the mm. word for so long. Yeah, it's great. Oh, faith or loyalty. Is okay. Right. Yeah. So I think that's Scarlet's ring. Yes. And I think this is Fiona's no, ring. that's no. not Fiona's ring. Well, whose is that then? Fiona won't wear well, a ring. Who's wearing that ring? I don't know, someone else. What? <laughs> I think it's Fiona's ring because she's scary. I think that's the point. It's all the... So, oh, <laughs> there's a couple singing this. Uh... Yeah, so they've, they've gone a slightly alternative route with this wedding by having this sort of hippie couple. I guess there is something normatively non-normative about this though, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> so... <laughs> But they have like a. So they are... <laughs> Simon Callow is just too funny, even like. Yeah. Look, yes. it's just brilliant. That's me at every wedding I've yeah. been to. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Scarlet's like crying. I love how they introduce the characters in silence and we completely get them. Yeah. Like from this, you know, that this is a wonderful bunch of friends and we totally know who's who. You know, yeah. Scarlet is just this delightful, like completely open, naive. And, you know, Simon Callow is like this sort of curmudgeonly but also hilarious, you know. And it's like, we know this by this scene, you know. I guess there is like a, um, mm. there is an ambivalence with them all about weddings, isn't yeah. there? As yeah. well as them all wanting to go to weddings and all being very invested and everyone being paired off. Yeah. Um, this kind of, uh, it's almost as if though people want the weddings rather than the relationship, which is what the film's about, isn't it, I think? Mm, well, that's kind of, yeah, to... again, not to spoil it, but that's kind of where we get to by the end of the film, isn't it? I mean, we are spoiling it by literally talking all over yeah. the film. But I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot more to question in normative relationships than just the fact that weddings happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Um, so they don't get quite far enough. I do love Scarlet's dress too, though. 
Yeah. Oh, and this is, you know, this scene again between um, the two of them, it's, yeah, like, captures their characters so well. Yeah. That's why it's lovely to watch again and again, is it's one of those things where you kind of feel like you know these characters, I think. Mm. Yeah. It's awful mm, slut shaming. But a slut shaming. Yeah. I didn't remember that Fiona did that. Mm. It doesn't seem like actually that in line with her character to be like that, but she's in love. Spoiler alert: she's in love with the Ukraine yeah, character. Why? Alert. Why would she be? I mean, terrible taste, Fiona. Come on, he's just useless. He not is very useless. interesting. Yeah. Everybody else is more interesting than him, and Andy McDowell, who is also really not interesting. He's very pretty, though, isn't he? You have to admit that. Oh, I mean, we've both know. been Doesn't compared to me. him, so... Well, oh, yeah, he's gorgeous. Wow, what am I saying? He's incredibly Ravishing. good looking man. Yeah, really good looking. Like, probably the pinnacle of... Just to look of, at him, I think, yeah. uh, I've got him <laughs> on to heaven. <laughs> I hope that later on that we... I think that there is a moment where we're going to talk about class. Yeah. Because the, I think there are different classes here. I think that there are working class people in the film. Oh, interesting. Who um, would you say is I think Simon class? Callow is a working class character. Right, okay. Um, we'll come to that at a mm. later point. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. That'll be much later on. But it's such a weird, you know, to watch it, it just feels like this, to watch it as someone who's not of this class and mm. also who's queer is kind of like, this is just this other world. Yeah. You know, which I have occasionally been to events you know, with people who are in this kind of world mm. where they feel so strange, you know, it just mm. feels like a very odd... I mean, I've done a lot mm. of these things and I've mm. been to... Um, I've not been to a posh wedding, but I've been to weddings where they're spending so much money on the, on the wedding. Well, how much does this cost? Exactly. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I don't know how people ever... I've definitely yes. been to weddings where people have spent like £20,000 on a wedding. And they, so you have all of this, the champagne yeah. everywhere and the lineup, and everyone's wearing suits. Mm, mm-hmm. Everyone's spending at least £500 this weekend. You know, it's just, oh, this is funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's trying to chat up Carrie. Yeah, and Guy comes, comes over. And, um, oh my gosh. And yeah. he just says all the wrong, oh God, yeah, Charles says like all the wrong things. <laughs> oh, she's now my wife. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, to be fair, she did a good face though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't love her in this movie um, or generally, but I prefer it. I, I like her in Groundhog Day actually. I Groundhog really like Ground. I love to do Groundhog Day. Oh my god, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Existential as fuck. Yeah, yeah. This is not an existential movie. No. I'd love to do Groundhog Day. Okay, that's that's we're on. <laughs> oh, Charles! Oh, oh dear. dear! Don't do that, Charles. No, don't hurt yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Oh, and she's seen, and she loves his vulnerability. I think she likes his cute British accent, doesn't she? Could be. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, Ryan Atkinson. Yep. So young. Look at him. Teeny tiny. Is young, and he's training to be a priest. This is where, um, <laughs> they talk about sex here, don't they? There is a sex scene in this, isn't there? I don't think I've ever watched anything with you where there's a sex scene. I mean, there's a scene where he's in the room while they're having sex. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't say that's the sex scene that I'm thinking of, although there is definitely sex. But uh, Andy McDowell and Hugh Grant have sex. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, they don't have sex. Well, they do have sex. But, you know, simulated sex. <laughs> yeah. Isn't what that, is sex? What is sex? <laughs> What is simulated sex? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Mm. Okay, so we've got mm. a deaf character. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a, a, a very important plot device used with the deaf character. Yeah. But I think that they are also just... Um, I think that... I do think that Richard Curtis is just trying to represent diversity. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. I and I do think well, th- I, I think he really does endeavour to do that across the movies. You know. Yeah. Um, which is good. It's nice to see someone with a disability being desired. Well, also, yeah, exactly. And access intimacy. Now I think about it, because she's she's into David, mm. and over the course of the movie, she learns uh, sign language so that she can chat with David. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's a, it's a bit twee, but the, I guess you could see that as a form of access intimacy of like you know sort of. I guess so. I mean, not expecting not expecting him to do all of the work as the disabled person. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, there there is that, but then I guess from a relationship perspective, if I found out that somebody had learnt my language in order to strike up a relationship, ah, uh, yeah, me, no, okay, that's a bit creepy as well. It's also a bit creepy, yeah, yeah. And I guess people with disabilities don't need you to. I guess he hasn't asked for mm. this access, has he? So no, that's true. Um, but it's, I, I guess he'd be getting by on. Um, Lip reading, I guess. Yeah, I mean, access intimacy is partially about not making the person have to keep asking for something, yeah. but going the extra mile for them. But I agree, it's like if it's non-consensual, that's not mm. great. And so, and there's also like, I guess there's a lot of this kind of people have fallen for somebody like literally just on meeting them in this film. Mm. Like she's like, oh, you know, he's super attractive. Then I'm going to go and learn sign language. And, you know, yeah. it's like actually get to know him first, but... Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of this believing in, um, the th- well, as we're talking about Thunderbolt and chemistry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, this is a disastrous best man speech, which is great. Mm-hmm. I've seen some disastrous best man speeches. It's a curious one because, like, half the audience is, like, super with him and loving it, and half the audience is, like, oh my god, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's a curious thing about weddings that mm. the people who are least equipped to talk often least equipped to talk emotionally about these kind of emotional events of uh, mm. love and marriage and commitment are are men. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who are... It's only men who are allowed to give speeches at weddings. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird, isn't it? Yeah. It was... I mean, I think that's something that a lot of people do start to play with. Certainly in my sister's yeah. wedding, it was there were women speaking as well. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like there's so much gender normativity in the weddings as well and yeah. who's and yeah I mean give, being given away and all of that business it's, it's patriarchy right there all oh, the way through it. yeah 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 um, I mean that's the thing I mean I did in inverted commas give my sister away because mm. our dad wasn't around and like we're all like it's a difficult one because mm. we know that it is awful but also they want to keep up a tradition as well that's they want to a do ritual, the ritual to, yeah and to have someone in the family say hey you know especially if you reframe it as like that's someone in their original family being like you know we're welcoming you into this family or we're sort of like lending you to that family you know it's like that could be seen as something kind of sweet I was chatting to somebody before I was planning my uh, the wedding dancing is brilliant Mm -hmm. here the way they do this is very good she's lovely I was chatting to somebody before I was arranging my marriage and I because me and my ex-wife were talking about all of the different things that the, the crazy things we might want to do. Mm. I was talking to someone else and he was saying, look, 
ultimately people coming to a wedding are also kind of expecting a wedding. Yeah. It is like a bit of a, we are putting on a script for people. Yes. I think that's like, um, I thought it was a useful thing for him to say actually, because then it, it does, it did make things easier to be able to rely on scripts and to, yeah. for everyone to knowingly think, oh, we're doing this thing yeah. and we'll have our different ways of disrupting what's going on here and we all have our own thoughts about what commitment yeah. means but it's it basically an organized party isn't it i mean ritual i think ritual i think is really great i yeah. think it's you know it's about what you do with it i mean i think the ritual of funerals is you know mm. people come on to funerals but you know like to have a ritual around grief is incredibly helpful yeah the rituals around feelings are really mm. helpful and I'm, I'm beginning to put more rituals into my life but i suppose it's that what does it open up what does it close down and a ritual around love that has a really specific understanding of mm. what love is, and it's much more about having somebody t- to have and to hold, right, rather than yeah. just being being in love with somebody or doing love with them. Mm. I think that's where I part company or would want you know to think about what's a really alternative ritual around love. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about this bit because okay. this is like um, so Charles thinks he's fallen in love with Carrie here. Already, he thinks it's been love at first sight. Yeah, Charles, mate, don't you just fancy her? Yeah, like, and what's yeah. the difference? Yeah, like, well, I'm, I'm just all about this Eric from at the moment. I'm reading this book to happen to be. Okay, it's just basically it's this classic kind of a bit Marxist psychoanalyst kind of guy from the seventies, mm-hmm. and he's written all about like you know having and being, and um, uh, he says you can't fall in love because it's something that you do like bell hooks yes yeah. like you know love is something we do it's not something we have mm-hmm. and he would he says you can't fall in love you can only like stand in love or walk in love mm. you can't fall in it and i thought that was a really interesting idea like it has to be a verb like it has to be a doing thing yeah because and, and maybe that's because we just have we should have more words for love because the, the feeling that you fall into is like whatever you want to call a chemical kind of response or whatever yeah Whereas, you know, love as an action is entirely, it doesn't need to relate to that at all. We could do, we can do love yeah. with people we don't have that kind of high, heightened feeling with, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I mean, all Charles has done here is mm. to see, look at someone across the room. He's had one conversation with her. Yeah. And he keeps, like, looking at it. It's loving mm. at someone, which is something that keeps coming up in a lot of Richard Curtis's films. Mm. And it's there's a lot of unrequited love going on. I'm really thinking of the guy with the signs in Love Actually. Yeah. Right? Like, it's kind of somehow because I have this feeling, I have to let you know it. Yeah. And like, what, who's that about? You know, that, how is that loving as an action? Yeah. Because it's yeah. not about doing something for that person, is it? It's about doing something for yourself. Yeah. And wanting to have somebody in some way. Or at least wanting to say that it's sad that you don't get to have them. Yeah. yeah, and there's another example there of someone falling in love with David. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like swooning over him. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is uh, a dick move by Charles here because they so they're all so here's an opportunity mm. to go back to this posh house. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like have most, fun with the friends. This is the most upper class guy in the film, isn't it? Yeah, hundred and thirty-seven. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it comes across as nice, but, you know, mm. eat the rich. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets this invite to hang out with his friends. And look mm-hmm. how sad he is. They could all cheer him up. Mm-hmm. But instead, I mean, I don't want to spoil it. Instead, he uh, 
instead makes the decision to go off and stay at the lucky boat where it's meant to be staying in order to try and pull this um, yeah and so Tom here Tom is, with. and Tom here is saying he's feeling rough yeah so it's total like romantic well erotic attraction over friendship love yeah yeah dates before mates yeah hierarchies mm-hmm. but it seems like this is reciprocated this scene. bit is yeah <laughs> but uh, I think this is something that we'll come on to later is that um, I don't know maybe my thoughts are changing about um, Carrie in this film but it seems like here mm. she is interested in him uh, sexually mm. it feels to me mm-hmm. uh, there's like a flirtation going on um, and also knowing what happens in the rest of the film but mm. he's like just so hot and heavy straight away, isn't he? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a terrible speech. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, this... <laughs> she definitely can use chemistry, huh? Yeah. Oof. Oh, feeling that chemistry. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she does this, like, really honest kind of... Yeah, that's yeah. kind of... Mm-hmm. She's really put it out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like all the swearing. Me too. <laughs> it's, it's good on the swearing and that was quite a big deal at the time it, was like, it really yeah, was to have that film start with the word fuck a million times yeah oh those two are back singing their fake mm. songs I wish they were just not it's kind of sweet what's Simon Cowell's drinking whiskey from the bottle I didn't realise that before what's his name in this again I'm just going to look it up um so they're all off to have a really nice time yeah even even Charles come on Charles here are your friends you're going to have a great time it's Gareth and Matthew are the the gay couple Mm. oh and here's the two that are going to be the next wedding right I think (laughs) so yeah yeah. it's David Haig the character Mm. actor I don't know her name Mm. Um, yeah Bernard that's it where are you? They get married soon anyway because yeah. they've had they had one snog. Oh, there's somebody described as fright, frightful folk singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Hamish. Oh, Hamish is coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember Hamish. Yeah, I'm just looking through. Oh, Lydia. Lydia, Lydia. and Bernard. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, and so he's deciding to go. That's right. He's yeah. bailing on his friends. Look. Mm-hmm. They're going to have this awesome time. But They're going to be up late drinking tea. We might tea. get some. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she's hurting. You can tell Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. Because she really wants him. But why? But all, and also, yeah, like, what's that? What is going on with that? Yeah. I still can't get my head around it, really. About the unrequited love thing? Yeah, that Fiona has for him and, like, has always had. And it's kind of like, even though she knows him really well, mm. she still has it. It's curious to me because I feel like often when you really get to know somebody, it can shift, especially if it's not requited. Yes, but mm. I guess that she wants to just be the other, doesn't she? She wants to be the object to his subjects. Yeah, it's the Simone de Beauvoir thing. Oh, blimey! Well, you know, uh, she yeah. you know she um, yeah. sees herself as being the person who can be the ideal mm. wife or girlfriend to him she just wants him she doesn't like okay you know, it's, she's it's like, curious though because it doesn't sit with her rest of her character she's such an independent kind of 
Well, I'm not sure. I think she's. Um, uh, I think that she is um, curt mm. and careful, but mm. I, don't, I wouldn't say she's independent. Yeah. That's. I, I don't know. I don't like these country pubs. Do you know? <laughs> Are we going to comment on the decor? So posh. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, okay, right. So this is, um, yeah. So he thinks he is. Uh, he thinks that he is going to have sex with Carrie. This, this other, this other guy uh, with whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know waistcoats did that. That you could get a waistcoat that just had a thing in the back. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I guess under a suit sometimes people have like that semi waistcoat. Yeah, I, guess so. I mean, you know, you see a lot of these clothes just don't have any function anymore. They've just been turned into yeah symbols. Symbols, exactly. Oh, and now so now um, poor Charles has to sit with this guy who's obviously really creepy. Are they? Is mm. he really planning on sitting and drinking a bottle of whiskey? Mm. It must be like. 12, half mm. 12 now. Are they going to drink a bottle of whiskey all night? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was a, a bit uh, talking about sexual assault when he was a kid. At, at boarding school. school. Which is, yeah, there's something kind of uncomfortable Rape, about this scene. Say. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, I mean, that, that's put across as a humorous, oh, mm. you know, we all know this happens at boarding school. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that would be... I don't think it would happen in a film now. I don't think people would put that. In I, don't, I think now. they would see that as child abuse now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's curious to think of the things like with Harry Met Sally, like the things that are really of their time in this movie. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right, so I think there is a sex scene coming up. Oh, so this is the, when they I have think sex there's now. A sex, yeah. I think there's sex here. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about that now? Uh, fine. Good. Okay. I mean, we just see bums, don't we? I mean, imagine it's not graphic. No. <laughs> I don't even remember it that summer. But I don't remember anything about this film that has these two in because I find them both tedious. Yeah. So I'm like, all the other characters I'm interested in and like these scenes I'm, I'm a bit saying bored by. And it's a little bit... It, that's one of the frustrating things about it, isn't it? Is that imagine... like mm. So they're all playing board games. Yeah. They're eating scrambled eggs. Cause... Oh my God, it could be so lovely. And I love the dynamic between like Scarlett and the Simon Callow um, character. Like I want to see more of that. Gareth. Like, yeah. Gareth, that's, that's, that's his relationship. I'm interested in and yeah. Gareth and Matthew and it's like I want yeah well, they should come back to this film and just make Have all the other guys. all yeah. the other films yeah. that you could have made through these characters through yeah. these four weddings and a funeral that would have been so much more interesting than the one they told the reason why these two yeah. are dull is probably because they're looking for their soulmate and the one yeah. their partner and mm-hmm. you know they don't have any interest in that's all it's about and yeah. I guess if you if you question that then a lot of movies start to begin but why are we dissing on all these movies that we used to love with us? we've totally taken Harry Met Sally apart and now we're totally taking well, no, we, we watched it we <laughs> yeah. watched them critically didn't we yeah, but we also did. we kind of like, it's, I think uh, I think I can still watch When Harry Met Sally and I'll still be able to watch mm. this and enjoy it but I'm enjoying it 
more by thinking of yeah well what would I do now you know yeah. and I think that's the good the interesting thing about rom-coms is that whenever I go back and look at one I think oh I remember watching that thinking oh, I'd, I associated with this character yeah. now I go back and think totally I associate with other characters, characters. exactly well, like, I... I really associate with Gareth now yeah um, Simon Callow character mm. much more than I would have 20 years ago yeah it's astonishing isn't it um and like this but this is also like i guess why we're drawn to these movies as well it's kind of where we learn to how to love yeah you know and now we've learned we've really tried to undo a lot of that learning so it's going back to these films that told us this is how you do love Mm -hmm. and then it actually was how we did love yeah and then we found different ways Um, well exactly when this film came out was mm -hmm. when i met my uh first wife sorry if you're listening alan i won't Go into any details. <laughs> she won't be listening. No. It's fine. But uh, How you know, many I was, of our exes are listening yeah. to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, Sorry. We love you. But this, is, but this was the kind of this was the kind of relationship that I wanted. This is yeah, this was too. me when yeah, I was yeah. eighteen. Um, yeah, totally. And it just validates it when you see it in a film. Yeah, as well. so, um, absolutely. I don't think that you know we're not saying that films make us do a thing, but it's part of a culture in which we it's just one of the things that happen in culture yeah. telling us talking over the sex I think uh, film and music and you know it's it's not it's not like that it's so simple as the media shapes our experience no. like a they call it the hypodermic model in media studies yeah. but it is that it's all bound up you know that we're yeah. embedded in this culture right you don't get to see much well, I think it's I'm quite a sexy, scene, sexy. I like the scene with the birds. This is yeah, nice. it's very early. Um, but yeah, like it's it's like I think our pleasures can't be disentangled from that wider culture no. and the media we consume because you know I, it's like you, you know I remember like even some flashing on scenes from movies. I once ran after someone like in Harry Met Sally. Right, my mate Paolo when we were dating. Mm. Hi, Paolo. I don't think you're listening to this either. <laughs> but like, yeah, we had a bit of a, a fling mm. on and off over the years. And one time we'd had a bit of an argument, and he was going to get the bus, and I ran across Nottingham. Right, and it, you know, and it felt like I'm, I'm Billy Crystal. You know, it, it yeah, because got trams in Nottingham. They have got trams, well, yeah. yeah. But it felt, you know, and I've had an, other moments where I've flashed on like a, you know, a song lyric or. You know, somehow they structure our experiences. If we'd never seen something depicted, could we experience it? Yeah, it's a really... And also, we also project ourselves into these things as well, don't we? So it's like it's a relationship that we have with culture rather than culture telling us to do something. There's Mm. been a lot of work around this with porn and young people. Yeah. So it's it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? And it's all about how you're reading them. In fact, um, a lot of the early research in this area of media studies came from romantic fiction because people had written all these really dismissive things about women who read read romance novels, Mm. assuming that women would just, like, buy the whole thing. And then they did research with readers of romance novels and found that they had much more sophisticated engagements with it. And often it was about escaping the banality of their lives or reading different understandings into their husbands and stuff. It was was interesting and nuanced. And I think the same is true of porn research. Yeah, big time. Um, So it'd be fascinating to get, you know, people who watched these kind of rom-coms of our generation or like look at the ones from today and how people actually receive them. Big time. Yeah. So interestingly, she said, I think we've both missed a big opportunity here. Oh. So she was joking about, so she was doing this joke about, um, you know, so obviously we're engaged now. Oh, yeah. Um, but then... He freaked out. He freaked, well, he freaked out and then realised she was whining him up. But then she said, but we've, I think we've most big, missed a big opportunity and he's sad because he has. Because there is only one woman in the world. 
So, so he he was like a bit freaked out by the possibility of commitment, but then he was also freaked See? out about the possibility of not three months. Three Anna's months later, Lydia, you should have waited a little longer, dude. That late again? That's quick. I love her room. Yeah, I was, yeah. thought you were going to say that. <laughs> Look at this amazing house. Oh my god! Yeah, like even characters who are not supposed to have much money. I mean, like, yeah, what yeah. are they meant to be? Yeah. Highbury. They're living in Highbury. Bloody hell! That would be. So that whole house there yeah. would be worth like five million quid now. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, mini though. I love a mini. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to try and work out how far they're running because I... Yeah, this I is great London when you know London. Now, yeah, so totally. We're in Highbury. Now, where are you? Where is this church? It's a big old church as well, like... What is that church? Is that, it's um, not St. Paul's, gosh. No. No. Where are they? I've got a feeling it's not in London. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. That's a big church, though. It is a big one with the columns outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll They've get They've not showered, he's just run. He must smell. Oh, he must smell really bad. <laughs> wearing a suit. yeah. Also, how early are these weddings happening? Yeah, like, well, I, I don't know. I think the is idea this a is... a 9.30 wedding? No, I think the idea is these guys, like, get up about 11 or something. Yeah, fair. That used to be me. Of course, you know, they live in massively expensive houses, but they don't seem to do a job. No. At all. Well, this is how it was in the early 90s, MJ. Is that how it was? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a student. I guess I must have seen this yeah. at the at cinema as a student. Oh, yeah, me too. The rings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was weird because I happened to look like Hugh Grant at mm. the time and the film came out and then suddenly at school everyone started thinking I was really attractive. It was yeah. really weird. Well, again, this is it, the, med- the impact of media in our lives and like if, if suddenly Benedict Cumberbatch, like you look at his early films and mm. no one thought he was attra- attractive. He was playing really unattractive characters. Yeah. He was actually being cast, I think, as someone who was seen as quite ugly mm. in ugly roles because that's how basic often it is. Yeah. And now it's like he's seen as epitome of attractiveness and people yes. who look like him would be seen as attractive. It's like fashion, isn't it? It's like you look at the kind of jeans mm. people were wearing six years ago and they look really weird but when they come round again it'll be like that's obviously the kind of jeans you would wear. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been holding on to your bootcut jeans, MJ? Because I think the rats are I have not. Uh, bootcuts coming back. I've only I just. So. I've literally only just stopped wearing bootcuts. Well, I think. Well, uh, yeah, the nineties are back. So I'm on skinny. I like skinny jeans now, but I've, I've finally caught up with that, and they'll probably be on the way Mate, out. I'm so they? sorry. Oh no, well, never mind. This is where Atkinson getting it wrong. Oh, I was going to say another thing. What was it? Oh, yeah, the three months thing. Like. Actually, you could not arrange a wedding like this in three months. No. Like, well, if first of all, you to need st- the they started... as well, don't you? Yeah. So you have, start... like, six weeks where you have to notify your local authority or something. And they they literally must have got off together that night and yeah. decided to get married the following morning. I mean, that could be super traditional where... Oh, they're... maybe there's no sex not... before marriage. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I think because we see them having sex later and I think it's like they have a repertoire that they would not have if they had never had sex yeah mm. oh excellent everyone's very posh if you're not if, uh, so if you're not listening to the to the to the audio yeah everyone's got a very posh accent in yeah. this apart from Scarlett yeah um, 
so again, it's like, what is going on with how these guys are all friends? And yeah, is it like, I'd be interested to... My sense is, yeah, like a lot of them went to private or public school and then I think they all got friends at university, perhaps. Yeah. So that's where they got mixed together a bit and they went somewhere, you know, I think that's... wasn't Oxbridge, perhaps. Yeah. Or, you know, like went to Nottingham like me or something and, yeah, they yeah. met people from slightly different range of classes I think Scarlett is friends with Charles because she is probably his lodger I would say oh is that right yeah I would oh say. okay okay um, but I don't think that's ever confirmed mm. Um, mm. I love this bit mm. I think David Hayes is a wonderful actor he is so so good in everything he's in he was yeah. in Killing Eve mm. um, and I thought he was amazing in that whilst he was in it yeah spoiler and um I, Lydia is brilliant here. She's so yeah. earnest. Yeah, she wants everything to go well, and everyone's oh, just she's being very exactly polite. That, like trying to make yeah. it all like a perfect day. Yeah, she's really that. <laughs> Joint. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't know how to pronounce Sinjin. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Um, class and <laughs> so I didn't know this before this film uh, non-British listeners might not know in fact many people might not know that St John as a name is pronounced Sinjin I had no idea and yeah. uh, so it's a real like class and education signifier that if you yeah. know what that is then you know, it's the real yeah it's like Magdalen College is really Magdalen College. That depends. Kind of thing. Yeah, it depends on which it? one you're at yeah. or some shit like that. Because at Cambridge yeah. it is Magdalen, isn't it? Yeah, it's, oh. or something, I don't know. Something like that, yes. This is the kind of thing. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably my favourite scene of the film. It's I a very good it. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very clever at that. He does that kind of humour very well. Well done. Well done, Gareth. <laughs> Again, it's such a generational thing as well. There's sort of weird ageism in these in, in the films because like every scene we see these older people looking on in this kind of unimpressed way mm. and all the younger folks are getting it. Like, do you see that? That happens a lot? Yeah. I think it's. Uh, it, I think it is also related to class as well. Really right? class, it's yeah. That it's, they're really put across yeah. as these old, really older upper class. Like everything's got to be a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Mm. I guess the thing is, is that what the what these younger people are trying to do, I guess, is um, maybe this is their disruption of the norm. Yeah. But, you know what they're doing is normative as fuck, but. Um, yeah. nowadays in particular but, but I guess a sense they're trying to disrupt it exactly there's a sense that they're the rebels yeah. and like the older people are really unimpressed with you know the mention of sex or yeah. like people being a little bit more informal about something yeah and I'm just getting that for the first time in this film is like how they're being presented as rebellious when they seem to be rebelling against very little and also that they don't know how to do it as well so mm. um, like Charles's first best man speech uh, was a disaster because yeah. he didn't know how to do it yeah. so it's like str- struggling to fit into normativity mm-hmm. oh this looks like an interesting conversation yeah marriage is just a way of getting out of an embarrassing pausing conversation <laughs> oh yeah so yeah. he was saying like when, when people have What's nothing else to yeah. do you might as well get married I think it's a good point that it is basically like a massive date, isn't it? Yeah. It's like going on like um, it's like going on a 
big well often marriage uh, weddings do involve a big holiday but it is like it's this thing that we've talked about previously mm. about you know what is romance and it's like about creating moments that we can share that we can think of and remember and then re-remember and it, it helps tell our story yeah it helps so story think, the relationship yeah oh, and, she's back and they, they, they sort of say their ritual around feeling as well it's like you know somehow it kind of kind of holds you together or something mm. to have ritualized it in this way like yeah that's sort of what weddings were about but again it's such a like ha- having each other and having to stay together model rather than a choice freedom yeah. model at all yeah, I mean, there's not much sense in um, oh, poor Charles. Uh, there's not. It's much... about to get horribly wrong. Yeah. But is this the one where all his exes are at it? Yeah, I think so. Oh my yeah. god! So oh, yeah, first of all, that. he's going to realise that she's not available. Yeah. And then, um, and then he's going to bump into all his exes. Isn't that right? I yes. mean, this yeah. is where they could talk about. Um, so, right. <laughs> what kind of relationship model do you have here? Are you? Uh, what spectrum of monogamy to polyamory are you at? Oh, we're assuming. Yeah. So he's assuming now that... This is it. Yeah. It's not like, oh, here's my fiance. Great, let's have a threesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's not happening. No. Yeah. This woman now belongs to that man yeah. called Hamish. Yeah. Goodbye. You now belong to a different man. <sighs> she could have belonged to you, Charles. Yeah. If you'd have actually fucking done something about it. Yeah. But no, she belongs to another. Yeah. But maybe the whole belonging thing is the thing to question, not the... Yeah. 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 <laughs> maybe perhaps you could stop thinking about owning. And then this is interesting about ex-partnerships as well, because there's this real sense of, like, it's a disaster for him that his ex-partners are there. Mm. Um, so he doesn't... He does, He isn't close with any of them. No. Or, like, you know, it's a surprise, isn't it? Like... Yeah. Not like he's got any kind of ongoing relationship. Not like that's definitively what you should do, but it's no. interesting that he struggles to see all of them yeah. oh they all end up on the same tape I'm spoiling it now but they do and it's funny they do it is funny yeah. <laughs> it, is funny. It, is, it is basically the nightmare wedding mm. so a girl that you fancy who you've not really thought about yeah. uh, shows up with her fiance yeah. uh, and you're gutted and then uh, he thinks he's going to meet someone else and then basically he's sitting at a table and it's all of his exes it is pretty <laughs> I like Matthew. He, Matthew's got his head together. Matthew's amazing. He um <laughs> he's not posh, yeah, I don't think. And he's just got his head screwed on. He mm. gives good advice. Yeah. He's grounded. Yeah. <laughs> and Right. Oh yeah. Oh, some really good faces. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I think there is probably some problematic bits in the conversations that they all have about how people look and things kind oh, of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's a bit of fat phobia from um, from memory, but uh, so just be aware of that, dear. Yeah. Gentle well, also the whole thing—the whole thing about duck face, like, like yeah. this is what this woman's called it through the entire film. She was meant to be called Fuckface originally. Oh, nice. Apparently, but they had to change it. Jeez. Yeah. It's like, yeah, could they not have had a put down that wasn't to do with how she looked? Yeah. You know? And she doesn't, I mean, she's, she's, she's like, really cool actor as well, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, Anna, Anna Chancellor. But, like, even if she did have a face like a duck, it's yeah. still not like, what? Yeah, there's really not any problematizing of kind of body image stuff. Oh, this is an interesting moment. I don't think you were lesbian for 15 minutes. 
Well, it's up to her whether it's. <laughs> I suppose uh, you can label yeah, it how you like. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was revealing that she's got an unrequited love going on. Oh yes, yeah. yes. I agree with him about fruit teas. Tea. So I like. Actually. I know. I like me a fruit tea or a yeah, but tea. don't call it a tea. No, okay. It's an infusion. <laughs> it's an infusion. <laughs> We're down on the push people, but we do like to call a fruit tea an infusion here. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree, yeah. <laughs> so this is where they realise that <laughs> yeah, all the... <laughs> oh, this is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, you've told stories about your exes and now it's coming back to haunt you. Back to roost. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. no, oh no. Yeah. I think I'd have left at this point. Yeah. I would go and find the bar. <gasps> oh gosh, oh, oh it's yeah. so bad. That's <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I do agree with him about tea. <laughs> That's your takeaway. That's the takeaway. Take That's your takeaway from the scene. Yeah. yeah. And no one looks forward to speeches at weddings, so that's that's why that line was amusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gareth loves a wedding. It's kind of oh, here we go. Oh boy. Right, this has got to be worse than Hugh's speech, surely. Yeah, I think it is. It is worse. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh God, it's terrible it's on, bad. It's bad. on attractiveness and beauty <laughs> stuff. It's really bad. <laughs> I like his reaction to that. Which, which reaction? Gareth's reaction to... Yeah. Um, uh, I've forgotten the name of this character. Tom. Tom's yeah. gaffes, yeah. which are awful. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, everyone's faces. You see, in in the first one, well, no, this one, a lot of the younger people are laughing as well. But I think more laughing at him rather than with him. Yeah. Oh, look at them all sat in. You see, this beautiful friendship. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's all sat together. And Gareth. Yeah. She's having her feet rubbed by Matthew because he is such a cool oh, guy. That's nice. I didn't spot that. That's so lovely. Yeah. Mm. So Henry uh, is that face. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> I like how she does just immediately break down. Oh tears. god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think you know, rather than going after Carrie, he would be better placed. Charles would be better placed, like figuring out his relationship patterns because clearly he's hurt yeah. a lot of people or a yeah. lot of people have been hurt in relation with yeah. him. Yeah, I think maybe he yeah. should think about being single. Yeah. Just okay, so she's stuff. only learnt the alphabet here. Yeah. Okay, that's... It's not like she's learnt an entire... Mm. Oh, okay, maybe she is. She's starting to. This will be BSR, won't it? Should be, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh... Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But it is this model of um, the the narrative here is poor disabled man has a scarcity of options. So uh, able bodied person showing mm-hmm. the first amount of interest, and I mean, we obviously don't know the whole story mm-hmm. of uh, 
David, but um, it's like what does it open up to close down? Yeah, as a representation. Kind of but, Again, so. it's sort of there's sort of something about it of its time. Yeah, how these representations oh, landed, time. and yeah. then like now you're watching it, you're thinking, yeah, this is a bit basic, you know. But it could have. Could but this was 1993, 94, when this yeah, came out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, this is. Uh, so he's gone to. Um, the Hamish is going. That's good. Mm. And um, oh, that's right. They. Oh yeah, they. Uh, they were like an affair, don't they? Oh, so Charles is looking down and he, thinking wistfully he, that he would crucially like to, he is in yeah. someone else's hotel room. At yeah, this point. yeah. He's just been trying to get away from all of his exes. Yeah, yeah. So they're having a nice dance. Yeah, they're at a wedding where enough people know how to dance like that. Well, yeah. How have you ever danced like that? No. Well, no. yeah, but uh, poorly. Yeah. yeah, I just like pretend that what I is, know. What is that? Is that a waltz? Like a waltz or yeah. something. <laughs> Oh, and so this is the Charles. The just say, game. Charles, say yeah. something. Charles, say something say right something. now. Right now. Too late. Right now. Too late. Right now. <laughs> right. Oh. oh, too late. Yeah. And now he is a voyeur in a sex scene of his friends. Yeah, it's really it's like... awkward. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really good silent scenes in this movie, actually. There really are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's not silent, MJ. But, yeah, not a lot of, you know, it's like, oh, oh, gosh. Yeah. They really are having a quickie there, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, that's good because that's that's not the doorway to leave. <laughs> He's managed to get in the toilet or something in the <laughs> closet. Yeah. Um, there's some bad dancing. Yeah, Tom can't dance. That's good. Uh huh. And yeah, this is always happens at weddings. Oh. I wonder why Scarlett was wearing that um, hairpiece. Yeah, it was an odd one, an odd mm. choice. But yeah, it's a very sweet scene. So they're talking about love and relationships. Well, again, and it's a very heteronormative question that Scarlett's mm. asking. Hmm. I mean, that is a script that she's written for herself. Though, yeah, isn't it? I think so. Ah. <sighs> Hmm. Back to the sex scene, though. I mean, this is <laughs> that's the kind of that they look to be really enjoying that sex. They do. They they obviously that's, how it went yeah. and right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's stuck in it. What is what? Like How has he got in a sink? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these hotels are weird. Yeah, he can't shut the door, and now he's waiting. He's having the worst. It's not really a quickie. It's a yeah. longie. It is a longie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that it's so, they're having so much fun. They really are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's on top as well, which I mm-hmm. think is... Um, which is uh, good. Yeah. 
uh, talking about the refractory period here. Yeah, <laughs> very good. We don't know why the refractory period exists. It's a, a very under-researched. Here we go. This is here's his way out. Oh no. Uh... Very, very good. (laughs) I mean, he's ruined it and made it weird. Oh, Uh, what's she doing there? Okay, so this is meta communication. Yes. So there's no consent here. She's just like, you're going to talk to me about this difficult thing. Yeah. So this is where it would be like. She's doing an intervention with him here. I don't know, she's got some real talk that he needs to look at his relationship patterns though. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if she's the person to, to say this to him. No, and he clearly is like, read the room, like yeah. look at his facial expressions. He's not wanting to... <laughs> <laughs> He's not wanting to have this conversation right now. He needs yeah. a different way of communicating about this. And it's all about marriage. Like yeah, she thinks that what he should be doing is getting married. Yeah, and what commitment looks like, and yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you have to be in the relationship forever. I'm saying, yeah. Relationships end There's a kind of bothness to this. Is like, I think, you know, he is giving out the wrong message and then pulling away, which isn't cool. And at the same time, Mm. why why are the people he's with expecting a certain certain, uh, life course trajectory? Well, it's the script, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, you know, we have limited scripts for how to do romantic relationships and Mm. very limited scripts in 1993. Yes. Um, And so... And the thing is, is it, what's happening here mm. is that um, here is another script. Uh, she is offering him some extra, some non, some non-ethical, non-monogamous sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he gets to choose whether this is something he wants to do or not. And he goes for it. And he goes for it. Yep. And there's London. Yeah. I wrote a um, blog post about how I'd got together and broken up with London more than once. Mm. See, I haven't read that yet. Yeah, yeah, I think I might be tweeting it out this week. But it's, oh, um, right. Yeah, I just remembered it the other day. Oh. But I like the idea of like thinking about places um, and you know projects and stuff like this as relationships as well. Yeah. Because um, there's a clear relationship with London that these characters have. Yeah, big but time. But we're not thinking of that as a key relationship in this movie. Yeah, that's a really important. And New York, really and New York, and Harry Met Sally. Yeah, like they they both have a real pivotal role in these. Pivotal is my word at the moment. I use it too much, but yeah. I mean, it's a shame that the that it, that um, films like this have to happen in like big metropolitan cities that that are very expensive and mm. uh, wealthy. You know, they could never happen in like Bury or uh, yeah. Leicester mm. or Derby, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And Bradford, where I'm from. We had Rita Sue and Bob too. Oh yeah, that was a pretty good film about non-monogamy. Well, yeah, it's been a long time since I watched that film. But yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's um, I like this. So I like this kind of relationship that Scarlett and uh, Charles have. Oh, She's bringing a lovely pot of tea. Dungarees, look at those. Yeah. Mm. It's like that is a nice cohabiting relationship that they have. And Charles, you're giving up a lot here by mm. just. 
like thinking he wants a romantic relationship, but then not being able to commit to a romantic relationship. Yeah. So it's like he's caught between the two things. And seeing this as a step on the way, not as like actually a relationship what it is in, in itself, itself which yeah. is really cool. Oh, the list. Is there wrong with being a pervert, Scarlet? Yeah. And that is a good thing about rubber. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you need quite a lot of talc to put rubber Oh, yeah. Like yeah. A shed load of yeah. talc. It's all about talc. Especially if it's, like, hot weather. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, he's heartbroken. So Carrie's the next one to get married. And he's looking for a gift from the... Oh my gosh. Uh, People are expected to spend all this money. Yeah. Again, it's like, it's so, you know, there's no thinking about who's what money people have. There's no, no. sliding scale, is there? Here? No. Well, there is a bit of a sliding scale, but the bottom of the sliding scale is um, extraordinarily high. Yes. <laughs> like 50 quid in 1993 yeah. is a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> 4,000 pounds for a problematic sculpture. Yeah. Oh, she's appalling. Dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go to the... You could also decide not to go to this wedding, Charles. Yeah. Oh, God. She's just... What? Why are these people just showing up? (laughs) She's just stalking the place where people are buying the gifts. She's got terrible taste as well. Like, I wouldn't want anything from this shop. It's, like, super naff and problematic. So can we talk about what Carrie should have done here that would have been more ethical? Yeah. So she should have found a way to communicate with Charles that isn't just at a wedding and them having sex. Yes. A. Yeah. B, she could have said, look, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. So me and Hamish are going to get married. Obviously, we're going to have this big wedding. Mm. How do you feel about coming? And I think it's weird with us. If we did have this thing, or or talking about are they going to have an ongoing affair type relationship, but no, he out of this feeling of a cultural script of what it is that friends are meant to do, and because everyone else is, everyone is meant to love to go to a wedding, feels like he can't not go to a wedding, and now look at this. How is she thinking it's appropriate to take him wedding dress shopping? No. She's just playing with him. Yeah. It's really manipulative. It's really bad. Yeah. It's very bad. Ah, yeah. The pair of them. Yeah, they're just terrible. Imagine all the fun they could be having with everyone else right now. Yeah. Like what are Gareth and Matthew up to? Yes. It's like a Saturday. Yeah. They're living in London. What are they doing? They're oh, probably... they're probably gone for a nice lunch somewhere. Yeah. Having a yeah a drink and some. Oh, she's terrible. Yeah. Oh, Charles. Uh, Now, this scene was a bit like the orgasm scene in Harry Met Sally. This was the scene that everyone talked about. Um, And again, it's a restaurant scene. I barely remember this scene. This is the scene where she's like goes through the people she shagged. Yeah. And this was the the thing, you know, a bit like, you know, oh, wow, Meg Ryan is like showing how people fake orgasm. It's like she's showing that she could have had sex with more people than him right. and that'd be okay. So it was interesting from the point of view it's okay to show a woman being sexual yeah. and having been sexual a lot um, because she, clearly she's not seen as a slut for it or shamed for it apart from, apart in, that from early, Fiona. In, yeah. Fiona in that early scene. 
Um, but his reaction, you know, he's so shocked, and there's this kind of yeah, like this this was kind of a one that a lot of people talked yeah. about. Yeah, it is also revealing mm. her attitude to sex and his attitude to sex. Yeah. So for him, sex is and romance are interlinked, and for her maybe less so yeah interesting so maybe that that's where she's like oh it's fine for me to keep having sex with this guy occasionally yeah um but she should know that she should check that out like whether he is on the same page or not well maybe she thinks that he is um yeah as a man is expected mm. as a man to just want this kind of to want a kind of a nurturing sexual oh, relationship and a small penis gag hilarious yeah. Ugh, it's so much body shaming yeah also like read the room this is like the third handshake right yeah he is so uncomfortable yeah why is she carrying on she's not checking out whether this is okay with him at all it's but then he's sort of doing this kind of fake smile like it's okay but his eyes are saying no this is really not okay no Mm. (sighs) like surely there would have been a conversation between them having a shag Mm. uh when she is engaged to someone else mm. and this I think this was it it made everyone think how many people had would they be listening yeah as well. like that was a conversation a lot of people had after this movie yeah mm. yeah I mean yeah so yeah it's um, I'm glad you you reminded me of this because I didn't really it didn't really strike me that anything was significant was going on here when I was watching it but I guess this is significant mm-hmm. um, and it is saying different things about it, 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 it is saying different things about femininity and different things about masculinity mm. than or what is traditionally expected yeah um, and there's this you know he looks a bit panicked because he's thinking yeah. his number is a lot lower but he's also trying to figure out where he comes in sits and all of yeah, that yeah, yeah. So that was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. Said. <laughs> doing a lot, I've been doing a lot of work. I haven't yeah. been doing enough sex. <laughs> yeah, this is where they have the real conversation, though, isn't it? Oh, like, is that right? Ah, so he says he wishes that he'd run her. Yeah, who who is it that should do the ringing? Mm, Yeah. It's making her uncomfortable now. Some good swearing there as well. I'd say bollocks a lot. Where's that? That's um, NFT, isn't it? Oh, yeah, like this is near the Haywood where we were the other day. Yeah, that's right, we were just there. Yeah. It was just some guitars, man. <laughs> they've already met. They've been at the same wedding. They've probably yeah. already met. What? Yeah. Right. Great. So we're there at the film, film museum, film, National Film Theatre. Yeah. <laughs> Charles is not not properly translating the sign language here. yeah <laughs> yeah right come on David yeah David don't be objectifying yeah but 
I don't understand how how um, I mean I don't want to go into like because I'll get lost how everyone all gets invited to all of the weddings how do they all know everyone yeah um, like so Carrie has invited all of the usual gang to yes. her wedding and they've they've barely met because she spent most of the time talking to other people yeah oh but it, they did they were trusted the one on the same table, table weren't they maybe that's, that's right it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And oh. I guess she doesn't have many friends in this country, so she's like inviting literally everybody she knows. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. Along yeah, the this South is Bank. on the South Bank. So mm. this is just outside um, the South Bank Centre, mm-hmm. Royal Festival Hall. Yeah. Uh, just by, so this is where all the skaters are, usually. Yeah, that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that. It is interesting, like, yeah, I didn't have any relationship to London when this came out. I think yeah, I barely no, I. visited it, and now yeah. it's like, this is what it looked like back then. It's really interesting they said he only slept with nine people. Mm. Here he is. Uh Uh-huh. Here we go. I think I love you. So he's actually saying don't don't have your massive wedding. Yeah. Good for him. Mm. I mean... What, good for him putting it out there? Good for him for actually just... He's, I think he's... I think he's just... He's asking for what he wants, although he doesn't know what he wants. Mm. But he is... Um, I think he's also here saying, all of this that you've been putting me through is just too hard as mm. well. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is my reaction to having had to watch you um, try mm. on wedding dresses. Yeah. And being fucking shot buying some gift that I don't want to. Yeah. And being invited to your wedding. Yeah. And I think it's almost as if, look, I think he almost had to say, look, I hate you, I don't want to see you again, you're treating me really badly, or mm. I love you and I think that you need to not get married and actually, you yeah. know. Yeah, 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 but don't mess me about. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But again, it's complicated when people love in so many different ways, isn't it? Mm. Like, that's what it's making me think, is like, you know, do we expect the person who loves more normatively, like, for the other person to must assume that? Or yeah. is it okay if she loves ne- less normatively to assume that he should get on board with that being okay? I guess they're coming from different ends of a spectrum, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she is doing this normative thing with... I think they're both struggling with normativity. Yeah. Because she's in this normative... Uh, relationship I'm assuming with Hamish and they're doing a normative thing of getting married very quickly and, and there's a sort of sense of like you know he's got yeah he's like this amazing catch in some kind yeah, of there's something about money there's something about wealth in all of this and yeah. like this sort of idea that women should be wanting to find someone really wealthy and yeah, there is men's thing power yeah. is wealth or men's attractiveness is wealth and women's is in appearance yeah sort of some that you marry us yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Although, again, we don't, we don't really know what she does. We don't really know what anyone does work-wise. No. Yeah. Well, he has a lodger, so I'm assuming that he's just got the same job as he does in Notting Hill, where he's running a bookshop. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> living the dream. Although he's moved, because he's in Highbury. Yes. But, yeah. And Highbury also was not that posh back then, I don't think. Oh, is it not? No. Yeah, it's shifted. Mm. Why is he coming in late to this wedding as well? Like, ugh. Yeah, he's. Charles I think just he, don't go. you need to work on your lateness, mate. Yeah. I, 
think because he's a bit pathetic with his pals and he doesn't treat his friends very well, mm. none of them are really treating him very well at this moment. Mm. Like, no one's stepping in and saying, why are you coming? We're all going to this wedding, but why are you coming? Yeah, why be there? Yeah, you don't He's have just to putting, watch He's just putting himself through something super painful yeah. here that he just feels he has to. Wow. Oh. But this is what happens when you treat when you don't treat your friends like friends, and they're, they're just not, people yeah. you go to things with rather than putting any nurturing work in with them. Most, yeah, there's nurturing, yeah, nurturing back this Yeah, yeah no, totally. Mm. Oh, great, out, great outfit again, Scarlet. I'm really loving that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of kilts in this one. Yes, here's the lineup. Yeah, I've done that. Terrible depiction of Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate it when people do that. Yeah. Giving up on a handshake halfway through. Oh, I didn't see that. It's really some, rude. These were not some consensual handshakes we just saw. Were oh, they? no. I don't even get a start at talking about handshakes. <laughs> we could go. Th- we could. Ex- we could uh, watch a video of handshakes and just handshakes from the movies and yeah. like assess them on how yeah, how, how, how much they, they were first, second, or third handshakes. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, a well-tied dicky bow. Is it? Yeah. Mm. So look, they're all they're all there. The whole gang's there, mm. and it's such a warm little grouping, isn't it? Every yeah. time we see them together, they're just it so is lovely. lovely. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Her hair's so good there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think she's my favourite character. Her, it's these two, her and Gareth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Gareth! Or oh, we could all just go live at Tom's house and live in a commune. Yeah, and have a really nice time together. Absolutely, for the rest of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we could, and and also like another hundred people. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was adored once too. It's an interesting quote. Mm. Is it good to be able to say you've been adored? I don't know. It implies it's a one-way thing, doesn't it? Does it? Well, it implies that, it's, it? that it's um, that it's. I don't know. Anything that implies that it's not mutual or relational yeah. or intentional. I'd rather be able to say that I've loved well. Yeah. And that be a mutual, that would assume a mutuality rather than it being is it better to have loved or been loved? Mm. It's like standing, yeah, standing in love or walking in love with yeah. somebody rather than falling in it or having had it from somebody or having given it to somebody. I think there is a thing there about our relationship to ourselves as well, isn't there? You know, it's mm. um, there are so many hierarchies at play here. Mm. But the no one's talking about our relationship with ourselves. It's mm. all about the only valid relationship is that with the other. Um, even when we're talking about friendships and stuff as well, there's um, little here about how we do that work with ourselves. It's always looking to another person to do that work with us. Yeah, absolutely. I like how honest she is. Yeah. Yeah. So the main theme here that keeps coming up is, you know, what you know, what authentic love is, and mm. they're all trying to find this, um, and they're coming at it from this perspective of uh, the thunderbolt, which will come up in a second, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But Scarlet's just 
like fallen in love with or had that Thunderbolt feeling. Yeah, with that tall American guy. Yeah. And like chemistry is an important part of any relationship, I think. Mm. Different kinds of chemistry. But yeah. people are so reliant on it. And as we talked about in our podcast episode, What's Love But a Biopsychosocial Phenomenon? <laughs> so I think it's, That's a catchy our, title. It's our best title yet, I think. Yeah. But I don't think anyone gets it. Um, um, you know, if we rely too much on the, the chemistry and the biology mm. and we try to take it apart from everything else then we're, it's going to be very difficult for us to find love or to, to be loved somewhere else yeah exactly yeah and here is the um, and this is uh, interesting on the mental health front as yeah. well because she's really depicted as being having mental health problems to some yeah. extent I think being a bit volatile yeah and that's the problem yeah, yeah. Mm. but ultimately um, if people are um, you know Charles is part of it I guess you know if mm. you know and uh, if she is distressed with relationships then mm. you know that Charles does need to think about what he can do to communicate more clearly what it is that... Yeah. And also to communicate his ambivalence about commitment and what commitment means and to be able yeah. to have conversations about it. Well, ambivalence and that, you know, I guess, again, it gets quite existential. It's like if we're all drawn towards both freedom and belonging, then in a sense we're all ambivalent mm. around relationships. Um, but he's not being open about, you know, that, yeah, there is this sense of, like, is he this commitment-phobic guy or does he really want to be in a committed relationship and what does that mean yeah mm. but then there's a lot of secrecy as well there's a lot of people not talking about what is the one as we yeah. can see right here yeah Fiona's um, not saying what she's feeling. she's reached her limit she's got to the point where she's having to be brave mm. yeah she's finally going to say it yeah and he's been brave yeah Does it in a cool way? Oh, really cool! Yeah. Oh, and she can see that the reaction isn't what yeah she wanted. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Really but heartbreaking. I was unrequited to love for you. Ouch. Yeah. I worry about that cigarette and all this nice furniture. That is called a knoll sofa. My friend has one. <laughs> it's been kind yeah. of cool. Yeah, It's going to get ash on it any minute. Yeah. <laughs> They, those bits fold down and it's nice because she's sitting there and it feels like um, feels like you're in like a cardboard box because you're being surrounded by the sides Ooh, there nice yeah, the walls the oh yeah yeah mm. so she's describing love that just happened this one time boom there was an event and that was it yeah. ever since then yeah 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 and really what it is is that she's just not let go of it yeah she's grafted it. it it's not easy though is it no yeah well culture does a number on you and I think that's what the film is yeah, Friends There's isn't. There we impact. go. Friends isn't bad. Friends is quite something. Yeah, but it feels lesser to her. Mm. But like, actually, a friendship that lasts a lifetime or a short-lived relationship that doesn't work out because he's going to do the same thing he does with everybody else. Mm. Mm. It's not easy. No, it's nice. Finally, this he is says something nice, good. Yeah. I like how he's being in this scene, actually. Like he doesn't get, he doesn't like get, he doesn't move away from her and stop offering her friendship at all. In fact, he gets more close to her and more intimate. Yeah. But without, yeah. 
I think maybe is he trying to talk himself into being having romantic feelings towards? I don't it? think so. I feel mm. like it's much more like you know they're sharing that moment. Like he's got the he's got it in one place and she's got it in another place. Mm. And this is what I like about it as well is like you know we we, we all often are on multiple sides of these dynamics, mm. and I think yeah. that's that's why that's quite a, a sort of sacred kind of moment is that he's feeling what she's feeling mm. even though he's on the other side of the dynamic with her yeah and that also connects her him back to andy mcdowell to know what it's like to be the person doing that as well well this is the thing about relationships is that it is that it's all about dynamics and we can quite easily be on one side or the other mm. within lots of different relationships going on for us as well it's good to I think so. I think if you know if you're struggling with it, like unrequited love or jealousy or anything where you're on one side, you know, then if you can tap into those situations where you're on the other side, that can kind of loosen it or melt it a little bit. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about to get really yeah, sad. It's about to get sad. Oh <laughs> god! <Spoiler> alert. <laughs> Mm. Mm. And when you watch it for the first time, of course, you're like, for weddings and a funeral? Yeah. When's the funeral? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Was that a kind of gay conversion therapy thing? What was, oh, what was that oh, one about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've not thought of that before. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, that's just how I read it, but I don't think mm. anyone knows they're gay, do they? And that's the th- whole thing throughout these weddings. It's like, do we ever see them dancing together? Yeah. Usually Gareth, by each other, yeah, they? but Gareth's usually dancing with women. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, that's mm. a really interesting point. Mm. And she's back in the trend by talking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some nice starburst lilies in the background there. Mm-hmm. They would smell good. Oh, I find them a bit overpowering. I like that smell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want like a massive bouquet of them in my house, but no. I like them when I walk past the florists and you can smell that. Right. Yeah. It looks quite pretty there. I know, it just doesn't do it for me these days. <laughs> yeah, but what kind of love? Mm-hmm. And doing it, and how do we do that love consensually and mutually? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is shit oh, as well. Oh, really shit this thing is she's shit. doing. She can, you can tell she's being unauthentic when she's doing this. Yeah. Oof. It's Oof. like just really rubbing salt into the wound mm. in his face just end mm. it just cut your feelings off mm. just stop what? it cut your feelings that's, that's not one of our messages cut, yeah, no, cut your feelings off for her like right. just end them yeah I think you probably have to stay with the feelings as long as the feelings are there but it's like are you telling are you fanning the flames of those feelings I suppose yeah it's complicated he's holding on to yeah, the yeah. thoughts around the feelings yeah okay right drop the storyline feel the feelings yeah. oh it's too sad yeah, this oh, is I can't even watch this bit you can look away if you want I can, I'll can. i do the watching <sighs> ring an ambulance yeah although they're in the middle of nowhere aren't they yeah Yeah, it's so sad the juxtaposition of what's happening in the back. Oh, and saying that he doesn't know yet, Matthew doesn't know yet. Yeah. That's horrific. Mm. Yeah, it's unbearably sad. Yeah. I mean, finally, it's kind of like a fucking wake up call. I think that's that's kind of what's going on with this as well, isn't it? It's like. 
Yeah, it's time to start thinking about how to how to actually how to self-actualize and how to tune into what we want and how to ask other people for what we want and yeah, yeah, how to do the tough stuff rather than just following, doing what it is that we've been told to do. And then at this moment, he has to grow up as well. He has to be for Matthew. Yeah, because he has been a bit of a child all the way through this. Yes, mm. he has to really. Um, Okay, so I think that that is Hull, isn't it? That's the suspension. Oh, is that the Humber Bridge? Yeah. Oh, I'd sort of assumed it was the the London one, but is it is it the Hull one? But it's a working class estate, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that's so Gareth is working class, I think. Right. That's parents. how you know. Yeah. Okay. But it's like a council estate, isn't it? Um, what's it doing by kind of locating a funeral here when we've seen all the weddings in these lush, lush mm. surroundings? It's curious, isn't mm. it? But yeah, I think that's the Dartford Bridge. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I think so. So I think we're in uh, East London, I guess. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. But far, far in East, into East London. And then it's, again, it's a small church. It's a mm. cheap ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. There's more actual love here, I think. Oh, yeah. And yeah. funerals, I mean, funerals can be just amazing for mm. this, I think. You know, I always think how you hear about the person from so many different perspectives and you see sides of them that you never saw it's like there's something really beautiful and it isn't about just you know a wedding is just about that person in relation to one other person a funeral is about how they were in relation to all of their people yeah yeah it's interesting that we don't have um, a ceremony between birth and death it's Mm. about a person as an individual rather than how they are only in relation with others, yeah. whether that's their children or whether that's their spouse. An important bit just happened there with the priest who described Matthew as Gareth's closest friend. Oh, so they can't yeah. even be out. Yeah. But I think everyone knows. Yeah, but it's like, wow, you know, that anyone else in this movie, had it been theirs, it would have been all about yeah. the spouse of the family. Yeah. Oh, God. Is a beautiful scene. Yeah, it's really great. Mm. So he's really saying that, like, this is how different people described him. I always forget how sad this bit is. It's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> the colour banana. Yeah. Uh. Capacity for joy. Yeah, he really was. <sighs> I love that phrase. Hmm. So interesting. We recently podcast about joy. Mm. Well, it's so important because we all have to deal with this bit, don't yeah. we? So you know, the um, sitting with all the feelings is super important mm-hmm. because we're all going to have to sit with this. Mm. Um, so if we can, 
if we if there is a spectrum between joy and sadness or there is like a an equivalence then if we can it's important to feel the joy and I think part of that and I think that part of the the point that the film is making is that you need to is that finding that finding joy is important and that we do that by bravely making choices about what it is that we actually want and yeah. finding the people to do that with that we need that we want to do that with yeah. whereas actually being able to do things for ourselves yeah and you do get that impression of their relationship don't you exactly well that's the thing they've had to do something non-normative yeah. in, in the early 90s and it's still non-normative now sadly that yeah. uh, to be um, two men in a sexual or romantic relationship mm. um, and so this is what they found that they that I guess that's the point the film's making mm-hmm. break with normativity yeah yeah it's an interesting you reading do isn't you. it yeah yeah and they do all have to grow up now and yeah. they have to think well look what what kind of relationships do I want and wake up and it's but it's like it's invitation for that moment of choice of whether they want to go back into kind of a bit denial yeah. Or whether they want to wake up and do something different. And yeah, I think wake up's of... better than grow up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think they kind of cho- choose different versions. You know, it's like some of them go right back into like, oh, I better find somebody to be my safety, mm. straight away, like safety and security. And others, it's more like, oh, I need to do this differently. I need yeah. to be a bit more true to myself. Yeah. I mean, they still make mistakes, as we see. Of course. Well, at the, yeah, as we see. <laughs> we're all going up. to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> God, I remember this. This is the first time I heard this poem. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Gosh, the actors playing the parents are really good. Yeah. Whoa. Like, even with the subtitles, there's a fucking powerful yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. You're right about how um, yeah none of the weddings are at working class venues. Are yeah, they? they've made, but they've made this so industrial, mm. and with the rain as well, it's like I mean it always rains at funerals in films, but yeah. Gosh, it's a really good film, but then back to these two. <laughs> yeah, in the rain, so boring. I think if we took like a supercut of all of their conversations out of this film, yeah, and just had it, everything else, it would have been a much better movie. Yeah, it'd be yeah. a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be shorter and better. <laughs> the kind of film that I'd want to. Oh, it's a film about the celebration of friendship. And exactly. Like people laughing at weddings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and taking the piss out of the yeah. stupid things that they do. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's good friending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Offer to share your brolly. It's yeah, <laughs> it's a very small brolly to be fair. Mind you, not wearing a coat. Oh, there, oh, there, 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 there they are. There they are. That's kind of cute. He's a bit too tall for it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, love of companion animals is a t- completely legitimate love. Yeah, big time. Yeah. The other love that we've not really talked about yet is um, 
love of uh, God and well, that, you know that comes up all the time because all of these events are happening in churches I think there's something really curious about like yeah there's so much religion in this film mm. and yet none of them are depicted as spiritual in any way no. or really thinking about their, yeah their love of God or the world or kind of um, yeah a sacred I think thing. it was at a point in the in history where a lot of people were seeing I guess a lot of people were starting to break away from the idea of normativity that you know but that um, state-sanctioned relationships had to be in a church and like a Church of England church as well. Well, also that was seen as like as seen as better, like you know, it's like to just do it legally was seen as a bit lesser than yeah. to do the whole church thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think yeah. you're right. That is Dartford, but I, I think. I think yes, there's some of the most it's an estuary. yeah, some of the most sacred moments. I think the most sacred moment in this movie is the bit with Fee saying that she loves him, mm. and him being able to sit with the way that um, that Andy McDowell's treating him, and the way that he's treating her, yeah. and those feelings. And then this is also a really beautiful moment because it's kind of about the f- yes, what it is is they're talking about the the impossibility of love or the difficulty of love, but in that moment they have love, yeah, with each other. They're doing and it right they're now. They're doing love by talking about how difficult love is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If only they could listen to our podcast. Well, we could send it back in a time capsule to a fictional universe in which. <laughs> See <laughs> no. how it changes the film. That would be awesome. Yeah. Mm. I enjoy this bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's got all the alarm clocks for his own wedding. For 9.41, it's... Um... Oh, they're showing a bed. That's really cute. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Look at his PJs. Okay. Oh. EC1, Smithfield. Yeah. It's near where we are right now. Yeah. Oh, that is nice. He's got an Arga. Wow, he has got a lot of money. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I bet. Mm. You would take the piss a lot. <laughs> a whole lot out of you, Charles. Yeah. Wow, that's not leaving much time. No. I think there's a wind-up happening. Oh, is it there was a wind-up happening? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the walks. Oh, she's great. Mm, so what's that? Yeah, that is. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Nice church. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why? Yeah, all these early morning weddings. Also, he was arranging this wedding. He knows he's not an yeah. early riser. Yeah. Why maybe. did he put it at this time? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> it's just it was his future wife. He deserves this. Yeah. He's treated he badly is, all the way through the film, pretty much. Yeah, he has. Yeah. <laughs> he really deserves that. Yeah, they're fond of him, though. Yeah. And all his flaws. Well, maybe he used to be better. Maybe. You know, maybe he's just, like, become a bit um, poisoned by romance and, you know, and, you know, culture does a number on us. Mm. And Fee does look better there. Do you she's think? swept her hair back, she's not wearing black. I think that's remarked on. 
She's got little demon earrings, though. Those are amazing. Yeah. What are those? Wow. I think she's the one who's done... She's... She's shifted. kind of coming out of it more quickly, isn't she? Yeah. She's like, the whole thing's had uh, an effect on her. Mm. Both well, Gareth and also her... Yeah. Talking about her unrequited love. She's um, become much more honest and vulnerable as yeah. well, which is definitely the way. That crown is... Oh, That's this. ridiculous. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just... And it just means so... It's that, it's that thing about how much this means to Bright, isn't it? Mm. And how much of this is... I guess a lot of this is like how much commitment means to Duckface and... What's her name? What's her actual name? Um, but Hen. Henrietta. Yeah, Henrietta, yeah. But it's, oh, you know, what's going on that he's getting married to somebody who doesn't get on with his friends? Yeah. Like, oh. That's going well, to be hard. He's trying. To, he's treating himself non-consensually here, isn't he? He's trying to prove to himself that he can commit to someone. Yes. And that he can do this kind of love, and that he can do this. Um, um, he can. It, it's almost like he's been set these challenges by people, and it's. It is almost like he's been kind of negged into doing this mm-hmm. by all of those interventions that happened at that last wedding. Mm. Saying you can't commit, you can't do this. As if this is the right thing to do. Yeah, like completely. As if he assumed. just needs to, like, in inverted commas, man up and do the mm. difficult thing. And actually, this is not the right difficult thing to do. The mm. difficult thing to do is to tell people what it is that you want when you're working, whilst also working out what you want. Yeah. I think you should stay living with um, Scarlett and become yeah. best friends with V. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Mm. Early wedding. So what time is this happening? It's like, it's 20 to 11 now. Oh, and they had to be there since like nine. Been there for ages. God, they must be bored. Yeah. It's a lot of time to get stressed out. Yeah. Oh, which is exactly what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and he's made this crucial mistake of inviting Carrie to the wedding. Oh my God, what's he thinking? Like, it's why? Just, everyone has to come to all the same weddings and funerals. Yeah. Mm. And we all just have to put ourselves through pain and anguish at all times, don't we? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's very sweet. That's nice, but that's sick now. They're all just pairing off. Yeah, and you know, that's uh, the only thing you can do. Even uh, Tom, isn't it? That's right. Six months after this film, yeah, uh, we should have another scene where um, no one sees each other anymore. <laughs> yeah, and they can't go to any of the weddings because they have right. to like, oh, you can do this one and I'll do the next one because we can't even be around each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm. This is his thunderbolt. Yeah. Mm. It's a shame because I think his ideas are just meeting someone who vaguely liked the looks of him and yeah. you know, seeing if they wanted to do... You know, I think that 
I think that you do need chemistry, but you also need that. You do need the thinking of, you know, well, mm. if we are going to have this kind of relationship, this is the kind of person that I need to have that kind of relationship with. And and this is the generational piece here as well, because I guess from the class background that we're meant to assume they have, maybe a lot of that older generation who are looking a bit po-faced about everything, like, would probably have had more arranged-type yeah. relationships. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of dodgy stuff about that about like keeping rich fam- rich people rich and poor people poor. Well, I mean, that <laughs> kind of also happens here. I think these are mm. semi-arranged marriages because when are they? When are What's all these people meet, yeah, meeting yeah, other yeah. people exactly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. There was a bit before in the uh, about um, in one of the before uh, when Bernard and Lindy, Lydia first met. Mm. Um, and Lydia said, you know, when uh, Bernard offered Lydia a snog and she said, oh, God, I'm not that desperate. Yeah. There is this thing about um, that, uh, about, um, I guess, they they still, they it's okay for them to be in a relationship because they move in the same class circles, yeah. even though she might not have originally fancied him. Or mm-hmm. But anyway, Carrie showed up. And for some reason, she's not got her hair did and isn't wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah, she hadn't dressed up for this wedding at she's all. She's not dressed up for it at all. Oh, so he had to sit through your horrible wedding. Yeah. But you're you're going to show up in a funny coat and be all like, oh, we broke up and I'm really sad. Oh, and, and tell him now a few months ago mm. that this happened. You're telling him now. And you're coming to the wedding and you're telling him now. This is bad. This he is bad. three times your age. That's also really ageist. Yeah. Mm. He is, seems quite manipulative to me. Yeah. Yeah, just to, just don't go. Like, he shouldn't have gone to her wedding. She shouldn't have gone to his why wedding. Are they, why are they doing yeah. it? So I'm choosing this time, now, now the day you, of your on wedding. the morning of your wedding. Yeah. Literally <laughs> just the, before it's going to kick off. Yeah. Wowza. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a strange outfit to have worn. I should go in that church, it's a nice church. Yeah. It has been bad, yes. Yeah, it might be like <laughs> you do have some responsibility for this. Yeah. I can own it. Yeah. Right, so what? So <laughs> let's try and unpack what's happening here. Mm. So basically, it is a this is a zero sum game, isn't it? Mm. So she's shown up. Now he's realised that he's got to no longer have any feelings for or any kind of relationship at all with Henrietta. Yes. And while she wasn't around, while she was off with Hamish, yeah, he was able to have he was able to shut her off and have all of the feelings for. Henrietta or presumably, or, yeah, presumably yeah, or yeah. at least to pretend to have the feelings or something so it's the zero so now mm. he's in the situation of not only not getting married mm. but also shutting off the relationship in order to have a relationship with someone else because yeah because it's a zero sum game yeah yeah 
there's no understanding that yeah there's no kind of conceptualization of there could be a different kind of relationship style or even or, that even if he was going to do serial monogamy again to think to go back to Henrietta and yeah. at least be like we've got some issues here about just uh, I don't know whether it's marriage or whether mm. it's commitment or whether I need to do something that is uh, ethically non-monogamous which mm. is still a thing that was happening in the early 90s yeah uh, definitely in that London um, <laughs> yeah. that they have now yeah. and um so, but I know that we're obviously taking this way too seriously because, the, but it's what we're doing. But it's just an example of culture saying, "Okay, um, now this woman showed up. That means you have to end it with her." Yeah, exactly. It's only only those are the only possibilities. Yeah. But also, he's been treating her appallingly. If she's like second. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, if you're going to buy into this way of doing things, it's not okay to be doing it no. with somebody that you would much rather do it with somebody else, but while they're not available, you'll do it with this person. Then, yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, um, all of Charles's thoughts and feelings about Carrie are based on two shacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Minimal, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And, like, two evenings that they spent, you know, the, the time that they chattered... Mm. and the shacks so I'm not saying it's just about the sex yeah but they're not communicating in between at all so yeah what is this mm. that he is so in love with what you know what is this well this is it where it's like then it must be the idea of her or what she might be or what she mm. pres- represents in terms of his past or her past you know it feels like it can't really be about that person yeah. and wanting to be around that person as they are yeah. And he thinks that it is about marriage or weddings. What is it? Is this about weddings or is it about marriage? Mm. I think that's the thing here. He wants, so it's like he's part of the script where he has to do the wedding. Mm. He has to do a wedding. But he doesn't like marriage. Mm. That's good. I'd like it if people would think about this. Mm-hmm. I would not like to be sat next to a bunch of dark of lilies, for example. Right, it would be a bit overwhelming. I find that a bit too much. Yeah, I think Henrietta seems quite um, rigid in this. Like this yeah. has to go a certain way, and I have to have a certain kind of relationship as well. I think she could do with loosening up a little. It is tapping into that um, sexist trope of bridezilla, isn't it? Oh, it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unpleasant. Okay, so his brother has got some good advice for him, mm-hmm. I think. That is... <laughs> that is beta masculinity. Yes. Like that. It's like Homer Simpson masculinity. <laughs> yeah, right, being a bit useless, yeah. Three choices. What was it? One was do it, two was don't do it. Yeah. I can't think of a third. <laughs> There's always a middle way. There's always a middle way. <laughs> mm. Really, though? Ready to face the enemy? <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, I think he's making, like... I think it's... But, yeah. you know, why is that funny? Like, I know, but it's... Wow. Yeah. That's how we see it, huh? Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. The whole thing has been set up to yeah. not be mutual. Mm-hmm. None of this... None of this is meant to be mutual. It's meant to be a thing that you do. Mm-hmm. 
is she doing? Oh, Why just, is she there? Just go. Just go. Just go. That's a really awful thing to do to somebody. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have made such a good film. No. But, yeah. It's, yeah. I suppose it's, it's <laughs> filmic to be there, perfect to be there having her, having her moments. I quite like the flowers. I yeah. Like in the yellow. Yeah. And she's kind of doing, she's kind of walking up the aisle in, like, in spite of all of the, um, his friends not liking her. It's like, mm. it's almost as if, surely that would be an alarm bell. Yeah. Be like, you shouldn't be doing it, like, with, like, a kind of a, an up yours to all of your friends. Yeah, which feels like that's the vibe here. Yeah. And it is that kind of, I'm stealing, it's also this, I'm stealing your friend from Yeah, because you, you can't well. have the friendship and the, yeah. the relationship. Yeah, it's really sad. Whoa. In the sight of God, even though no one has given any indication at all that they believe in God or no. are anywhere religious, <laughs> yeah. apart from going to all these bloody weddings. Yeah, that's all they do. They, children. Wow, well, they've had a bunch of babies. Mm. There's much more of this in this one because it's meant to be like adding to the. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> must not engage with this lightly. Yeah. Oops. Or wantonly. Discreetly. Advisedly. Soberly and in fear of God, wow. Yeah. Otherwise he will smite you. I think he's reading it quite in a quite kindly, gentle voice, but if you were to imagine he was reading that <laughs> with yeah, yeah. A booming, scary sounding voice, it's that'd a be a very different a vibe. Movie. Wow. And what about this? That is the brother that intervenes. Yeah, this is like the big moment. Mm. Oh. The third option. <laughs> I think you could have done this yourself, Charles, though. Yeah, but it is, I guess it's... um. Mm. Being honest. His brother is helping him to be brave, isn't he? Yeah, to be brave and to be honest. Wow. I expect the groom would like to delay. I expect he's giving really him nice. the words and he's giving him the opportunity to say the words, isn't mm. he? Yeah. Hmm. Also, mm. <laughs> <say> good advice. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, bloody typical. Do you? Do you love someone else? Do you, Charles? Oh boy. It's really tense without the sound on. <laughs> it's really tense. <laughs> ah, I do. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Yep. Now that's another thing whole other thing physical violence from women to men and how that's projected yeah. as funny didn't we see that in Harry Met Sally as well um, yeah. yeah she hits him at some point yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yep yeah it's just not ever cool no mm-hmm. 
I'm not sure we're going to forget any of them. No, <laughs> no they're not. <laughs> mm, yeah, I agree. Mm. But also, bad timing to realise that it's not a thing you don't want to do. Better to do it than to have done it. Yeah, yeah like better to have said than to have gone through with it. Yes, this is what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. That must be the right decision, mustn't it? Mm. <laughs> I'm sure she'll find her dress useful for parties. Don't think she's going to want to wear that again. Mm. <laughs> Oh, and this is the most irritating scene of the movie. Yeah. There was the worst line from a rom-com ever. ever. It's just come in. Oh, she's much better than Groundhog Day. Yep. What did you want him to do? Uh... No. No, you really shouldn't have come to no. the church. No, it was yeah. a bad move. Mm. Bad, 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 bad move. Yeah. <laughs> His shirt's gone completely invisible. I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not, though. No. Yeah, don't get married. No. I mean, <sighs> uh. don't get married for lots of different reasons. But totally and utterly loved one person. Mm. Oh. Come uh, on, Charles. There's just no. It's yeah, like you said, zero sum game. It's like either it's got to be you. I mean, how could he have? Yeah. Yeah. Like there must be different. He must have yeah. had some feelings for Henrietta. Yeah, and again, it's lovers' feeling rather than lovers' doing. Like yeah. you just, we need different words. Yeah. Because those are not the same thing, and there's so much slippage between the two that it gets like that's why they get so confused. And it's, it's all the, down. To, it's all because we don't have a different words for lovers' feeling and lovers' doing. Yeah, and it's all like it's also the use of the word love is just weaponized, isn't yeah. it? It's you know I've said that I love you, so mm-hmm. uh, and so that means that we have to do this or you have to do this. Yeah. For me, rather than there are no acts of love here at all, are no, there? No, no, because fact, she would all... be loving to him for yeah. not to have come to the wedding yeah. and not to be here right now. Like this is not a great sign, a great time for him to make this decision. No. And mm. um, this relationship is doomed. Yeah. Because... And the rest of your life? Are you kidding? Yeah. No. This so whole you... thing has been about chemistry. Yeah. And this is not the answer. Just don't get married, but make exactly the same promises. Yeah. Not married. Yeah. But the same part, the exact same part. Fixed mindset. Let's make a decision right now to fix our relationship forever. Yeah. By like, making these big commitments. At the worst possible time. At the worst possible time. Has she said it? Did we miss it? I think she said, hey, yeah, I'm kissing it's slide while it's knocking. Although maybe she just wants that D, you know. She just wants single sex, isn't she? But we missed the worst line in the film, which is, is it still raining? I hadn't noticed. Uh, yeah, I think we had. Yeah. yeah. But this is, this, is, this is the where we see them all doing the thing at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah so we right. see Henrietta's happy. I thought it was about to end. Yeah. With a kind of military So she's got a, person. yeah, his um, 
David's David, I think I recognise that church as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice. Um, Scarlett has man- married the tall American. Yeah. That uh, looks like more of a fun wedding. I think I, of yeah. all of the weddings, that's the one I would go to. Yeah. Oh, and they had a registry office. Oh, okay, well, that's looks good. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then this is Tom Tom and got together with the oh, and she's wearing the little Bo Peep yeah outfit. Oh, that's ridiculous giant house. house. The Labrador that's important. Mm. Final thoughts then, as the because you've got a head off as well, haven't you? I do have. Oh, to. here's a Matthew has found someone else. Yeah, good. Oh, they're at someone else's wedding here, aren't they? Well, that's presumably. yeah. They're not depicted as being yeah. able to have their own ceremony. I mean, mm-hmm. now they could, of course, yeah. which is good for people who want oh, to. Oh, I forgot this. Yeah. So Fiona's single. We're assuming that's. But perfect. she's next to Prince Charles. Yeah, for some that's reason. like a joke <laughs> yes. thing, isn't it? Oh, and they've got a kid. It's a mm. Disaster. Yeah, intergenerational trauma right there. Well, big time. <laughs> the end. Okay, yeah. right. So, um, yay! yay. Still, I still really enjoy Four Weddings. I'll still watch it again. Yeah. Um, but there's just like the messages about love and romance and marriage. It's like, it's it's all, it's everything is just so fixed and finite and that's it. Yeah. You know, and um, and as it as also, there is this thing throughout of you have to find your one and you have to pair up someone because you are not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that I think I got this expression from somewhere else. You know, you have to like find your other half, but actually, you know, I'm more than a half. Yes, I am a whole person. Yes, yes. Uh, and it's this thing of if everyone's being treated as halves mm-hmm. and everyone thinks of themselves as a half, yeah, then that is that, this is the kind of shit it leads to. Yeah, I'm with you all the way. Yes, I think so. Oh. <laughs> Which rom com are we going to ruin for everyone next? Oh, today, let us know, patrons. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, this is our first one for our patrons. So mm. uh, thank you so much for listening yeah. and for being a and patron. for being patrons. Yeah, that's it's awesome. very exciting. Yeah. Um, and so we'll do more of these at some point. We're not going to do them every month. We'll yeah. uh, you'll just be spread a regular a podcast. We'll spread yeah. it out because it takes a long time, and mm. I need to wee. Um, so, um, but thank you very much for listening, and let us know what you think. And if you do have any thoughts or suggestions about other rom coms we could do, yeah, we'd love to do some more recent ones. Um, That'd probably be a good idea. But it's actually. nice to do the classics that people really know well as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we don't want to, yeah. Yeah. It's good to ruin things that are canon, isn't it? Yeah, we're in the canon. <laughs> okay. Anyway, till next so, time. Bye. bye.